Good evening, fellow listeners. Welcome to Positively Entertaining Conversations, the place to go for things you don't know, but maybe you should. Our discussions are real. The laughter is for healing. Join us on a life journey, complete with thrills and chills and occasionally spills. Now let's get ready for the show. The soda is cold. The popcorn is hot. Relax and learn from our podcast host. He is the Mr. Who's a sister, the bearded charmer himself, the one and the only Guru Brando. And his co-host, he is a brother from another mother. He is the crafteteer. But you can call me Regular Joe. Welcome to the show. Hey, brother. Morning. Hey, I was going to tell you I have a family member coming down. Uh, it's my grandmother, Granky. She's uh, from Tudorsville. Uh, it's 30 miles uh, from uh, up Shits Creek, but they don't have no paddles. Uh, she should be here in a couple days. Uh, right now, she's stuck at a town called Johnny on the Spot. Um, I'm hoping to get her down here, well, when she comes to visit, and get a introduction with her. I'll video it on my phone, and maybe you can put it on your podcast. I don't know how long Grandma Granky's going to be down here. Maybe sometime she can pop in before she leaves to let you a visit. So, anyway, that's what's going on, and, uh, maybe I'll see you today, so... Have a good day, brother. Love you. See you soon. Hey, guys. Joe and I are going to be discussing the last podcast that I did with Toby and Deidre. So stay tuned for that. Now, check out all these cool pictures of both of them, um, Toby, before transitioning um, and now during. And also Dee um, going through all of her uh, transformations. So take a look at these pictures. Enjoy what you see, Toby and Dee. Hello, welcome to Positively Entertaining Conversations with me, your host, Guru Brando, and co-host... Regular Joe! And we are going to talk about the last podcast. But, I want to ask you first. You are not a client of mine. You're a friend of mine. But, since you met me, you've had some changes. Yes. I want you to tell all the viewers the changes that you've noticed in yourself and what others have noticed about you. I've been coming on my hermit cave, uh, socializing more, and getting more involved in things other than what I do. Okay, why? Tell me why. Don't vape. Because that's what Drew told me to do. And what makes sense to you? Why did it make sense what I was saying? Because what you have taught me and what I have learned in the past from everything else then when I avoided all the situations, and I kind of went back to my old self, then you kind of woke me up a little bit, and I was trying to remember what you told me and what I tried, and kind of took my things I learned from before, and I all applied them together, and it's just working out like how it was before. 
So did you realize that you deserved people? I deserve some people. I have a well, very tight circle. But you deserve people, but some people deserve you. See, you deserve anybody you want. Right. But they don't deserve you. Right. That's a special type of person that deserves Joe. Right? Right. It's the people that you trust because that's the experience that you've had. You right. haven't always been able to trust that people weren't unkind. Right. You know, and um, because of that, now you're going, okay, I could probably broaden my circle a little bit, test the waters, and because you tested them and you found out that not everybody sucked, right. then you're more inclined to look around and see if there's another person that doesn't suck. Right. But it's all because you've changed your attitude about yourself to realize that you don't suck. Because people deserve you. I deserved you. I don't know what the hell I did in my life to deserve you, but... I don't know either. I'll tell you what I did to deserve you. I lived the life of an alcoholic. Right. And because I lived the life as an alcoholic, I deserved to be your friend. Um, because you have to be reminded that just because you were an alcoholic doesn't mean you always have to struggle and you don't have to struggle alone, right? Whenever right. you do. Right. There's all the people in the boat, and we're all in the same, in the same boat, going the same direction. You know, we just got to make it all work together and but each whenever, other out. But when you're when you're lost though in the depth, you don't want to look around and see anybody else like you. You want to separate yourself, and you want to say, mm -mm, "Because people hurt me, I am my own person. I'm a lone wolf." Right. And that's what gets us into trouble, and you experience that. Right, and I'm, I am kind of like a lone wolf, but when I talk to people, you know, that's been addicted to drugs, alcohol, or whatever, you know, and whatever I learned, you know, I'd like to try to help them out with my stuff that I've learned. Well, if you've ever suffered addiction, you've never been a lone wolf, because right. addiction comes from dependency, you know, and... At some point in our upbringing, we decided that we needed more than we deserved. Right. And um, so we went with it, and we became dependent on substances. But you know what? Now we're dependent on each other, Joe. Uh, yep, now we're stuck. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> oh, speaking of, I actually had to tell somebody that they were stuck with me. And um, that is the people that I found that are my tribe. You know, I'm not a lone wolf. I now have a tribe. And it's my mom's people. And so I have found my mom's mom, my, and she's deceased. I have found my mom's sisters. She has two half-sisters and a half-brother. And the half-brother has children, and the half-sisters have children. So I'm going to go meet them on June the fifth in Missouri. That's great. That is so freaking cool. I can't even believe it now. Part of the family I'm not gonna meet yet. They're still trying to come to terms with a few things and that is remarkable actually that they're even considering thinking, you know, that they would accept me. Right. Does it bother you that some are gonna accept you and some of them don't? Oh no, no, absolutely not. And the only reason if I were on the other side and someone had approached me and said, hey, um, your mom gave me up for adoption, you know, and I don't know anything about the family, but I found you through DNA. I would probably be a little hesitant at first because how dare my mom keep something from me? Right. You know, you, you believe growing up, you believe that you know absolutely everything there is to know about family because... You always say, oh, we're a tight-knit family, or yeah, we share everything with each other. We talk to each other every day. But do you really talk? Are you really with each other? Right. Do you think that the one side of the family wants to meet you and the other side of the family don't meet you? Do you think they would communicate with each other? Yeah. And let you know, you know what yeah. they experienced and maybe it'll open them up for everybody to come together at one time to yeah all the indication is that I'm you know welcomed into the family but some members just can't invest right now in the thought that the family dynamics different right. because 
and it's not about me being trans or my lifestyle or anything. They're totally accepting of all that. That's great. It, I know, right? That's um, great. Yeah, there's a few members on that side that are in the LGBTQ community too. So that's amazing. And, and I did see pictures of, of my aunts and wow, like Uncanny looks exactly like my mom. And it's bittersweet because I see it and I'm like, wow, that's what my mom could have been, right. you know, had she been well. And then I'm like, but you know what? I'm glad she wasn't that um, because then I wouldn't be who I am. Do you think that seeing, what was your stepsister or stepmom or was it the sister? My, my mom's half-sister. Do you think it's going to bring back memories when you see her since they're so, since they look so Similar. It's yeah, okay. there you go. The the resemblance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't, but that um, half-sister right now is not in a place in her life where she's comfortable meeting, um, and that's understandable, more than understandable, um, especially she is uh, almost 70. Oh. And so um, she, you know, probably doesn't just up and travel. You right. know, she, from what I understand, she doesn't really drive all the time. And um, I would not be opposed to going to meet her and taking her to lunch. Right. <laughs> that would be really yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, I'm all for the drive. I have what's called wonderlust. <laughs> so it means I just like to go and do and see anything. Right. I don't even care. Do well, you? When you meet all this and if it all works out, you know, maybe one day you all get together and be like a small yeah. family reunion. That would be just amazing. Um, my brother's not where he can really invest in it. And my sister's curious, but, you know, again, this has really been sort of me spearheading it um, just so I can come to terms and peace with who my mom chose to be in life. You know, uh, we, we all have a concept of who our parents are. And I wanted to know who, I guess, she had the potential to be before she had hardship. And I see that in this family, and it's pretty amazing. I, I wish I had gotten to meet my grandma, though. Yeah, that would have been neat. It's going to be an interesting podcast talk, too. Yeah, yeah, it will. But I, I don't want to divulge any names or anything. You know, right. I want to uh, keep their privacy. But it's pretty damn cool yeah it is cool and uh, they they watch the podcast too they're watching the podcast now oh. so hi oh. fam <laughs> all right now i want to get to the podcast that i had last week my ears are ringing again yes <sighs> and the april fools joke wasn't april fools <laughs> i am here regular joe is here i ain't going nowhere and you know what it Sorry made our... to make you so sad and upset and everything but it won't happen again it may our... not i it... don't know mm -mm. Totally. Mm. Mm -mm. It made Good our relationship question. stronger. Yep. It did. Because now we uh, know boundaries. <laughs> we know Especially for Deidre to actually, you know, pull over, get to work, and, you know, call you one-on-one, -on -one, you know, and really check on what the heck happened. Well. Yeah, yeah. so we learned, didn't we? Yeah, we learned. So. Um, I thought she was going to rip me a new one. <laughs> <laughs> so now, you know, here we go. We are advancing in the podcast, though, because now we're going to start doing competitions. We don't have very many people replying. No, we only got three. But you know what, though? Three people is more than no people, and right. they deserve it. Yep. You know, because they're invested. They love us. Yep. And they watch the podcast on YouTube, and... They love me more. Uh, that's don't fine. you? I don't blame them. Yeah. Oh, ouch. Why did you crap on yourself just now? No, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. You can crap speak, on you yourself. You told me always be honest and speak the truth, so I just did. So do now you I'm know? That, so make do, up your mind. <laughs> never. Do you know people that do that, that um, try to drag somebody down so they feel better? Oh, well, that's what a bully is. That is what a bully, but there's adult bullies. Yep. Oh, Some, I know that. Sometimes parents are bullies and they don't even realize it. I was a bully. I was a little jackass bully too. I was out on the at the bike racks waiting for people, and my aunt Wanda she would come pulling up to pick me up, and she'd have to come and get me by the ear. It was very embarrassing. No wonder that's how yours got big. Yeah. Oh, see my dad in the background. That picture back there. 
his uh, he's got the big ears. So he's on camera now so people can see. Oh, and I'm on camera as a girl back there, right there. My, four, my, my 14 year old self. Here, wait, wait, wait. Here, there we go. Right there. See? Yeah. Ain't she pretty? Dang. Wish I would have met her a long time ago. I'm That's gross, Joe. That's gross. Okay. Not really. Not really. I'm teasing you. I would have hooked up with you, baby. Woo woo! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably knocked me out with no Oh, poor care. Oh. Okay, so we need to have a conversation real quick. Uh -oh. So this conversation is this. So I get questions all the time, but not usually from my friends later on. Like initially, whenever I meet people, people will say well, how did you decide to do this? Have you had surgery? Um, are those your kids? You know, typical questions. It's only after we've known each other a while and gotten used to each other that the real questions come about. <laughs> and so we finally had real questions. And um, I won't say who's asked anything. I'm just saying. Okay, so one of the real questions is where, when you're transitioning... <clears throat> where exactly does the new uh, appendage come from? So, that's a good way to put it. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to be nice, but you know that's not what I want to say. Mr. Mushroomhead. So, so I, I have had um, reassignment surgery, uh, top surgery. That's what we call it. So when you have your boobs removed, that's top surgery. Okay, so that's when you... When you get when you get a hit, I had yes, I was an E cup. I was huge. Um, I I was called Dairy well, Queen. Well, we learned that from the last podcast. If they were watching, they would have learned that. Yes, they would have. So I was Dairy Queen because I nursed all the kids, which is a whole nother subject. But well, let's say if you went swimming and or fell <laughs> in, you know, at least you got your life vest on. Okay. Oh God. Okay. I I legitimately could not sing. Oh. <laughs> I could. Okay. All right. Okay. We had this conversation earlier and we were laughing so hard. Like I thought I was going to throw up. I mean, like legitimately and it popped my neck. I was laughing and my neck popped. Um, Your top neck. <laughs> it don't. Okay. <laughs> Baby Jesus. All right. <clears throat> and your golden fleece doctor. All right, guys. Okay, so one of the questions was, where does it come from? So I refer to the new member as a Frankenweenie because that's what it looks like. It looks like Frankenstein. It looks like Frankenstein's monster. So what they do, <laughs> Joe? I gotta be serious. We are serious. We're doing positively entertaining fun. Okay, but I gotta be talking about a penis now. Well, I'm just talking about a shell because that's what he does. Yes, but okay. still. Oh, killing me. I'm not going to laugh anymore. I'm not going to do it. Okay, guys. So, there's a couple ways that they do. It's called phalloplasty, by the way. If you want to Google phalloplasty, I don't recommend looking at pictures because it's frightening, but that's what it's called. So, basically, they can build a penis for you out of... <coughs> the skin on your arm right here or your back now for those of us that are unfortunate enough to be hairy as apes um, you have to get electrolysis first so I would have to get oh lord of course it is no no FaceTime so what they do is they do electrolysis for a while and then after it's nice and smooth they take this skin along with the blood supply and the nerves and they roll it up and then they stick it on. <laughs> and then, oh my God. And then after, this is the crazy part, after you actually have nerve regrowth and you can feel it, then they, then they circumcise it. <clears throat> so because they take the nerves and everything in the blood supply with the skin here you have sensation so they peel like a banana so yeah they take this off and then they roll it up oh, and then they sew it on and they work all the plumbing now what they do is they do a release on on the female part they do a release to where 
um, it gets longer and that goes in the middle of the phallus you asked so that's what I happens folks uh, well we're talking about it so the thing is they then circumcise it after after you have the nerve sensation because that means that it'll heal properly because they have blood flow and all that so it's like a three-year process to have all of this done Holy crap. yeah and so it is easier to dig a hole than make a pole so for the other one and I cannot speak as a trans woman because I'm a trans man but what I do know is that they basically split it and shove it in and that's after castration so you can research that on your own people listeners whatever or any trans women want to talk about it feel free but not gonna discuss that I just know what I know watch a YouTube video now do not I don't recommend because that is some uh, serious stuff there we are not gonna have a long podcast this time um, for one because we get boring oh my god you are really texting her right now well I have to tell her that we're recording or she's gonna end up keep calling probably stop calling me I'm busy yeah with me I'm, I'm in the learning process of how men trans women trans I think whatever. we're done with the conversation now though okay, we're, done? Okay. <laughs> we're done with that conversation okay moving on we were um, discussing Tobias right yes. before okay so you initially weren't quite sure how to navigate the pronouns because for you hearing it and seeing it you weren't certain if it would if Tobias was male to female or female to male and that's a question that so many people have initially whenever they meet me even Karen got confused for a moment you know am I was I born female and now I'm living as a man or how does that work right um hell I can do that so hell, if, if I do something actually Karen didn't yeah holy crap I know that's amazing it only happens once in a while you, got Somet- that right. you better write it down because <laughs> it don't happen to me. sometimes you know stuff I don't know yeah oh, you're well. way smarter than me about a lot of stuff <laughs> You better start Pro- writing this down. It's primarily because you're older. Older and dumber? Um, older and wiser. Oh. Well, like they say, you always can teach old dog new tricks. Yeah, and you're learning a lot of new tricks. What have people been saying is different about you, aside from just what you've noticed? Just that I'm coming out more and I'm talking more and I'm actually getting out of the house to come over here and talk to you and shoot the shit. And How does it feel to have a trans friend? I've never I mean, asked anybody that. We're all the same. But you're does it really you, feel that way? You're going to treat me with respect, I'm going to treat you with respect. But do you not ever, like, have perks of having a trans friend? No. Well, you too, Joe. I don't have <laughs> I think I'm a perk as a friend. you know why? Because at any point in time, you could call me up and ask me if your ass looks fat. And I could tell you honestly, no, babe, it don't. Well, that's if you answer the te- if answer the messenger text, and I ain't sitting here for five days waiting. Like, well, you didn't answer, and we'll be still okay. You know what? I have a life, Joe. And you're the one that told me to bug you, I so know. I would bug you. I know. And also, and you then, shuts me out. Okay, okay so I you know what works. happens? Let me tell you what happens. I'm sitting here, and you see where my phone is right now? I blame it on the phone. No, I have no signal right there. Now, as soon as I move it from right there to right there in front of me, I'll get 15 messages. So he probably got put phone word, probably got my name right there. Joe has a spot. Oh. I, I know exactly where to put it to get messages from you. But I didn't get one that you sent this morning. We're not going to tell the viewers what's in store for them. But there is going to be a little bit of a change next podcast. And so that'll be super cool. Or this podcast, depending. I don't know. We gotta, we'll see. I think my grandma's coming. Okay. So we'll get to meet Grandma, and that's right. going to be super, super cool. We're talking all about family, right? Yeah. So, Joe, do you think that Grandma's pretty progressive? Uh, yeah. I think Grandma's pretty progressive. Right. She's really <laughs> stepping outside the box, let me tell you. 
So yeah, because she has to actually leave the house and come over here around people that she knows. Yes. Yeah, and and by people that she knows, I mean people of Highland. So she actually has to be seen in public by people. Right. It's going to be uncomfortable for. Oh, it's going to be very uncomfortable for that old lady. <laughs> but you know what, though. She's pretty badass. <laughs> she is pretty badass. I just gotta. I, I just hope you know. At that time, we don't get pulled over by the police or somebody runs into us and. God say, Joe. I'm hoping you do. Oh Lord. And if you do, you better have that camera rolling <laughs> because it's gonna be one hella show. Yeah. Um. Okay. So when, when you were watching the podcast, how did you most identify with those two? What impressed you the most about them? Uh, with Tobias, it's just uh, how young he was, how long young he is, and how he carried himself and wasn't really too concerned on what people thought about him the way he is. Right. But then, you know, when he was like getting negativity or something like that, where he can reverse the question around and come around and explain it to his terms, to them, then they kind of got the picture. I'm so amazingly proud of him and mom, but right. him really, because leaps and bounds from who he was whenever I first met him, he now has assertive communication, and that's something, you know, he was very passive before. And when you're passive, it, it makes you feel as though you don't have control over your own life, like somebody's always making your decisions, right. and you feel trapped. You know, and you're like, why won't anyone listen to me? And also he has other, if I heard it right, he has other friends like that too. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. So, you know, so they all can, you know, talk to each other, you know, in bad ways, good ways, and how to work the big problem out. You know, they all have the, you know, they all come up with a good idea. Isn't I mean, it great? Amazed, I mean, he amazed me. I mean, it, I was amazed. I'm putting you know, my feet up here on my desk. You know, the way he talked, like I said, you know, the way he talked and how he carried himself and, you know. Isn't it cool, though, that he is now the leader of his crew? Yep. You know, they're coming and looking at him. So he is already, you know, he aspires to do life coaching or um, some sort of mental health worker, right? And it's like he is already starting because he's experiencing shit first. Right. That some people don't but a lot of people do like divorce in a family transitioning inside of that i mean can you imagine your parents already are struggling to understand themselves and then you want to put something on on that you know right. and you have to sit there and go is it worth it is it worth it so you and know he just, and he just kept moving forward he, he did yeah you know he didn't stop in his tracks and say you know why, why in the hell am i doing that but this is who i want to be you know, so why not? Talk about brave. That's what's impressive to me is yeah, that... That's, that's it's, a good way to put it. Yeah, because it wasn't bravery that I had. You know, because the reality, my reality... I didn't have bravery. Yeah, my reality was I waited until I was 34 before I even came out. He was probably... He's probably two or three steps on where... Oh, my God, Joe. He's probably two or three steps ahead of where I was, you know, when I was getting off the crazy train. Yeah. You know, and it's like, how great. But we have to give props to mom because she is the one that actually decided that she needed help. Right. And so she actually came to me looking for understanding. Whereas some parents, you know, unfortunately, parents, you know, will say, I can't accept this, you're out of the house. Right. I would think Tobias had that, had that initiative, the mom, like, you know, well, look how far I came with the guru. Why don't you go talk to Brent or the guru? Yeah. And you know, because as far, as far as I made it, he might be able to help you or steer you also mm -hmm. in the right direction. Yeah. So it's a, you know, two-way street, you know. I'm a firm believer that everybody could use a life coach at some point in their life just to cheer them on. And what's Tobias wants to do after high school? Or after he graduates. Oh, yeah. See, that's the thing. He has so many opportunities. And when you ask a kid, when you're like, hey, what do you want to be whenever you grow up? You know, what do you want to do? 
who do you want to be as a person? Do you want to be kind or do you want to be a shrewd businessman or blah, blah, blah? You have so many opportunities. That's why I did that puzzle for him right. that with the doors and the windows because he can look at it and go, they're all different colors, all different shapes, but guess what? They're all opportunities. But didn't he want to go into life coaching? Yeah, that's, yeah, right. yeah he wants to go in and right. he's already doing it. Exactly. So I mean, he, he's already a step ahead there. Yeah, it's like he is he's getting it together and figuring it out. And mom needs to be super proud because, yep. you know, she's the first one that took the initiative. And, you know, dad is very supportive. So dad's even encouraging. Yeah. And um, teamwork makes the dream work, oh, Joe. Yeah. What would you have been if your parents had supported 100 percent something you wanted to do? What would it have been? Oh, they did. It was my lawn care business. My dad supported me in that. Okay, so 100% you were supported, and you felt that support, right? Right. What made you stop? My business? Mm-hmm. Because when I got injured. Okay. My, yeah, because of my injury. <clears throat> so if you had had, say, if Emily had carried on, or Olivia had well, carried that's what on. Well, that's what my goal was, you know, was to take it that far and then whenever she got older you know it'd been something for her to do too you know but then we realized that it's their time and we're stupid we're all right you know and and she actually was even talking about that the other day you know i was like wish i had something to do i wish you could have kept your business going you know i've been glad to come help you well look at that you know and i said well i said that was my dream you know, as far as me and mom could take it, you know, then you came aboard and learned how to do it. And I said, then you could have took some of the clients and went on yourself and did them and built your own yeah. empire. Yeah. You know, well, and I got injured and screwed all that crap up. Yeah, but you know what? You're still doing what you can do. Right. And if she wanted to do it, you would support her in it. Oh, yeah, 100%. So do you want her to do it? Yes and no, because it's kind of like a total different atmosphere now. You know, there's a lot more out there doing it, and, you know, it, it's hard to get started. You know, it took us at least two or three years before we started really So you don't want her to have to struggle? Not as much as we did when right. we started out. And, well, that, and yeah. it's going to be a lot harder to struggle for her because there's just so many of them. Well, you know, all parents, we look at our kids and we go, we don't want them to struggle the same. I don't want Quentin to struggle like I did, right. you know, but I also don't want Alex to struggle like I did either. And it's interesting, I look at Alex and she is very academic and very driven and motivated and, and she has a great, you know, head on her shoulders, but she has um, stress issues. So she has a lot of anxiety around, you know, performance. Um, because she's an overachiever. Uh, I sure have pushed that. Um, I don't push it as much now because I want her to be who she wants. But when she was young, I wanted her to go beyond her limit always. <coughs> and I wanted Quentin to do the same thing, go beyond his limit always, but he just wasn't. He wasn't ever going beyond his limit, and we never understood why until he was diagnosed with right. autism. And he goes beyond his limit in ways that is amazing. Um, we don't look at how people are really different in ability until they're close to us, and we see like the major difference, right? Right. And it wasn't just at that time gender, which is what we thought it was, because they always tell you, oh, you're first born, they don't do anything. It's the second one that's always smarter because they watch the first one do it. And so they learn quickly, right? right? And the first kid never has anyone to show them. And so that's why it took so long before we got Quentin diagnosed, because we thought he was just a dumb firstborn son. <laughs> How awful is that, Damn, right? I know, but but that was the truth. He knows that he like had to do nothing. He never even had to walk because my sister and I carried him everywhere, right. you know. But we make these little accommodations for our kids, and we do it all the time without even realizing it. And Tobias is an only child, so for Tobias, he never actually had that very first friend. 
because that's what our siblings are, our first friends. Right. Okay. And so Tobias never had that first best friend. So as he was growing up, he sought best friends outside the family and made them siblings. You know, yep. so he would view them as as part of his family. He would say, you're my family. Brother from another mother or sister from another mother. Exactly. And you and I can identify that way, you know, because we have so many similarities. Mm -hmm. Do you think any of the stuff that we do is, is negative? Like really negative, like we need to change? I don't think so. You don't? You think that I'm practically perfect in every way? Yep. I think you are lying. <laughs> I don't. But you never, no, you never crossed my boundaries. You never pissed me off. Never, never made me mad, uncomfortable, or anything like that. But I smoke, or I vape, brother. Well, I you smoke too. Right. So that's what makes it acceptable. That's why you don't <laughs> chew on me about it, right? I you, would, that's your. That's right. what you want to do. That's what you want to do. But more importantly, the reason you don't do it is because you're not a hypocrite. So if you were to tell me that I needed to quit nicotine, but you were still smoking, you'd be a hypocrite. Right. And you would not do that. That'd you would dumb thing to do. Right. And do you know that people do this all the time because what they do is they give advice to other people that they the would not take thing. themselves. Right. They're doing the same ass thing. Yeah. So is there anything, any advice that you give people, you're a total hypocrite that you'll admit? I'll tell you mine. Go ahead. You spill the beans. So I'm a life coach, and there are a couple things that I'm totally hypocritical on. One of those things is whenever I look at my client and I tell them, don't eat the whole pizza. I eat the whole pizza, but I feel in that moment hypocritical until I look at them and go, you know I eat the whole pizza, and this is what happens when you eat the whole pizza. Use me as an example. And that's what I have to say, because if I'm going to be a hypocrite, then I have to hold myself accountable for it, right? Well, it depends on how you put it. I mean, words Oh, that's that, exactly what I say. I will look at them and I go, mean, you know I eat a whole pizza. Don't do that, because this is how you'll end up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> words can be expressed as to many ways. You just have to... You have to speak their language. Right. So what if somebody has really poor language, and you don't want to speak that way anymore? you don't you're not around them right? right just like we talked about before with your alcoholism you realize that you had to cut ties with people that were toxic to you and it's because they had that same thoughts you know the same thoughts that they had when they were drinking all the time and you knew it wasn't safe yeah that was probably about the hardest thing you know whenever i got off alcohol you know because that phone rings every friday night you know everybody's calling You just got to say no. You know, you can't. So, no, it ain't for me no more. So how do you do that? How do you just say, you know what, I need to be me? I just, I just, if I remember, I just got told kind of bluntly, you know, that, you know, I had my fun. I have to make some type of change here or I'm going to be, you know, facing severe consequence and, did they understand that language? No. That's why, you know. They that's missed. why they got pissed, and that's why there's drama, right? Right. And they just went on their way, and, you know, you call them up, just want to socialize, and it's like. So there well, are there any friends that you miss that you've had to cut out? You don't have to say their name, just yes or no. Are there friends that you miss? Not really. You know, I think. I there's think, a friend right now listening going, Mother effer, you ought to miss me. I still think about you. Do you think that? that well, there's I people know that that's do? not true, but I know who's watching the podcast, and there ain't nobody on there that... You say that. One day somebody's going to be watching this and oh, go... Oh, yeah, it could be, because these damn fans are on there for years. Ever, forever. Well, but that's that's why I like doing these. It's super cool, because that means that I can haunt well, my great-grandchildren. Like they don't like the way I said it, then I don't need you. That's exactly the point. So if somebody watches this and they're offended by anything that you or I've said, the trick is they just turn it off. Turn but it off. guess I'll go what? Get you a pacifier to suck on. But guess what though? 
they can turn it off and then they can email us or message us or whatever and ask for some clarity or tell us why they're offended, right? Because right. we may not know. Or we may not know. Want to waste your time. Right? right. So the the trick is figuring out when it's okay <coughs> to be offended. When is it okay for you to speak out and tell someone your truth because their truth is affecting yours? You know what? I better take that back because there is one friend I still know. Oh. But it wasn't a drinking buddy or something like that. It was a good friend. Talk about it. Uh, she went to Triad, which, you know, back in our days in Ohio, the Triad were rivals and stuff. And I got to know her from Triad from dating one of her friends. And, and her friend was way off the beaten path. And I separated my ways with her. And me and this other girl were still friends. And she's out in Oklahoma. Wow. She's in my stomping grounds. Right. Hmm. Yep. So she's been a good loyal friend all them years. and Even through all your BS? Yep. That right there is an actual friend who's invested in you. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm sure she seen me when I was a little asshole back in high school. You're still a little asshole, Joe. Right. Like, really, what's the difference? Well, you I'm must have been I, really I'm more terrible. Calm. I, I am more calmed down than I was back then. You know, I still have my fun, but I'm way calmed down. I'm you, pretty chill, too. You won't see the old Joe anymore. Right? Yeah. You might see 30% of them, but you ain't going to see the full. You know what, though? People um, don't realize that either, that once you start to heal, you don't actually ever go back to that person you were, even if you have a cycle again. Like, say you pick the wrong friend again, or say you fall off the wagon and you drink, or you smoke a cigarette. You have a bad habit again, you know. It doesn't mean that you're that person again. It right. means that you went back to that person's habit. Right. You know, are you able to separate that, that you're not that person, that you just, you might sometimes struggle with those habits, but you're not that person. I'm not, you're right. You know, and what really kind of thrills it back to, you know, living in this town for 48 years, you know, and if you go up and see somebody you haven't seen for a while, you know, it's like, Oh, yeah, I remember you. You were 13, 14. You were just a little asshole back then. You did this and you did this. It's like, my no. God, that's like 35 years ago. And you're still holding that yeah. against me? You wow. Know, whatever. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, you, you have to look at them and you go, oh, I'm sorry that you can't move forward. Oh, I say that too. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's living in the past. Yeah. You know, you know and it's called the future, folks. People change. You know, but, but for, for some, it don't. It just, it's those people that don't acknowledge that it is now our children's time and right. that we need to listen to where our kids are directed. That's what we need to and be paying attention to is what direction are our kids going? And that was the bad thing about having Emily and my daughters in school. Oh, you know, yeah, worrying about where the direction was going. Well, that, you know, oh, yeah, who's your dad? Well, you know, oh, I know him. Oh, my God, was it, he a holy terror. Exactly, you so know, like, oh, they great, were judging them. telling stories of my kids, and this is 20, 30 years ago. Come on, people. You know, what's amazing is my dad's been here three years, I think this year, three years, and he already knows more people in Highland than I do, right. and more people already know him. So there's Boy, travels fast. This well, time. yeah, but there's something to say about that because word travels fast in his generation. Because look at it, my it, it dad travels fast in any generation. Well, but you know, our generation doesn't know you know everything as far as the who moves in and out of town because you know the people here that establish you know connections are typically, you know, my age and beyond. I don't think that a whole lot of new people come in and go to the chamber and make connections, do they? I could be wrong. No. You know, 20-something kids aren't just dying to move to Highland. Right. I hope I don't. You better quit it. God, kids. Joe. I hope my kids move out of Highland. You know, I, I like Highland. 
it could well, always it's be It's a good worse. town, but man, it's just, I don't know. It's, Maybe that's why I've been here so damn long. That's what I was about to say. You've heard the familiar, familiarity breeds contempt. That means the more familiar, familiar you are with something, the more contempt you have for it because the more you identify with it. Right. So it's like I told Olivia, you know, man, you know, you're on your way. I just hope that someday you get your education, what she's going to do, you know, and you get out of this little small town and you go out and adventure, you know, go see different places, go to different states or whatever. I think she will. Yeah. So then. Then she says, I want to run the landscaping company with you in Highland. No. Well, then, her boyfriend, love you to death. We're just talking. I know he probably might be watching the podcast. I hope he is. Hi. I won't say your name. Yeah. But then, you know, there's a question asking, and she comes back and says, well, he wants to stay in Highland. But, Joe, it's... Yeah, I support him. Yeah, I was about to say, that's where you have to step aside and say, you know what? I can't wish that she get diversity if she doesn't want it. Yep. You got to support him. You know, it's because... It's her time. I had my time, so now it is her time. And you know what her time says? Her time says that she loves this man enough to trust that he knows what's right. Yep. And that's what she's doing. So hats off to her for making a decision, not just based on what he wants, because she's not doing that, because right. she's getting her education right now, right? Yep. So she's saying, I'm doing something for me. I work, I have my own money, I have my own means, and I have my own education. She's not giving up anything. What she's doing is saying, I value him because he values me. Oh, yeah. That's a, yeah, we can hear her. Wait, did you hear that? Wedding bells? Wedding bells. Oh, I hope so. Ooh. It's a very tight relation. I have not been to a wedding in a really long time. The last wedding I went to was a vow renewal and it was my BFF Mandy. And it was a Halloween vow renewal. It was yeah. cool. And then he is very, very supportive on her choices that she's making because she's not really going to be at home as much as she'll be living on campus. Yeah, and that's a tough thing. You know, and he, he's all hands up on it, support her. Yeah, it's only 30 minutes away. I'm yeah. going to go, I'll just go visit her. You know, it's... Because it's he good. has hope for her. Yep. See, that's the thing. And it sounds like a great relationship. Oh, and, yeah. and, of course, Olivia and Emily and Karen, everybody who is in your family knows that if they need anything, all they have to do is call. Because God knows well, they're around you all the time. Well, somebody ask you some questions, so. <laughs> Stop. Okay, guys, we're going to wrap up here. Um we're gonna uh, yeah. have we're gonna have new stuff coming up this season, and I think that uh, I'm gonna include some of the live videos that you've been doing. Oh man! Yeah. Um, well, some of them you can, some of them you don't. Yeah, some of them I won't share. Some yeah. of them are a little too much. Yeah. Too much, Joe. Regular Joe, I have to ask you a question. Uh oh. I'll ask you now the same question I asked you earlier. Is it weird to have, a, well, not weird, but. It's terrible. <laughs> how does it feel to have a trans friend? Like, can you at least, I mean, can you it, at least use me as clout? Like when somebody's saying some shit, can you be like, look, I've got a trans friend and he's not like that. Can you at least do that for me? I mean, come on, man. I was, you know. Use me. I do, because it was actually, okay. <laughs> um. So there wouldn't be no what? How do I don't want to put it? So it would kind of be like no awkwardness, you know, especially like when the party coming up. Oh yeah, good plan. I didn't even think about that because okay. you have a party coming up, and Beth and I are going to be there. Yes. I you know, and I kind of explained to someone, you know, that <laughs> someone there, that there's going to be, you know, trans people there that our family is very good friends with, you know, and. Went through the whole ordeal, you know. I'm a woman to a man, from a man to a woman. <laughs> and I got it right. He did. Look at you. I'm learning. You but are. But anyway, you know, I explained, you know, they're going to be there, you know, ordinary folks just like me. And I would hope I'm a little, just a little bit cooler than you. Oh, you just are. Just a little bit. You are. I hope so. I'll let That's you have awesome. some of my coolness. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe some of it will wear off. Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah. So we have really cool stuff coming up. Right. And we're gonna try to we're gonna try to work it to to where we get to hang out one day a week and and yeah, record enough. record some shit that we do right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, get back to Tobias and Deidre. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Yeah. You know I can't say it right because there's too many vowels for my tongue. There you go. Just want to say you guys did an awesome show. I'm very happy for you guys. I'm glad you guys are working it all out. You know, you guys gave me goosebumps on there, you know, just to see it, you know, Tobias, you got your head on straight, you know, just keep doing what you're doing, you know, you're going to do great things. Oh, we are going to have Tobias and Andy, which is Tobias's dad. I've got them scheduled um, together, so that's going to be cool, so look forward to that. Yeah, it's know. yeah. It's not going to be this next one. It's going to be in, in, in a few weeks. But still, watch for that, and you'll get an update. Because this is what was really cool that even you don't know. Well, I'm sure you can figure it out. But you know, I recorded that with Toby, um, like right after April Fool's. So I think it was like the second week in April. But then it didn't air until last week. And so even some of the stuff that Toby talked about in the podcast had changed some of the friends and things like that he had become more aware of and so you'll get an update as to what he can because he viewed it here with me he watched it and he's like uh, he watched it when it aired I didn't let him watch it the whole time and then he watched it when it aired with me and I was like how do you feel talking about some of the stuff knowing where you are now and he's like I feel good about it because I can look at that and know that's where I was and be totally okay with it. Yep. Now, if that's not a smart damn kid, yep. I was just like, man, Andy and Dee, y'all have done well. He's gonna learn stuff, and whatever he learns, he's gonna pass it on, and it's all gonna make sense. I know, I'm you just know. amazed. So kudos to them, and kudos to you, Joe, because you've been amazing too. I mean, I didn't ever think that you were actually gonna do the podcast with me, so I was, I was so excited when you did, and then when you agreed to keep doing it, it's like... Uh, well, I had no choice. You got to bring it down my damn neck. Yes. So and, I might as well get out of my little hermit cave and go make this man happy, and then once he's happy, I can get the hell out of here. Oh, that sounded really bad. Viewers, you know better. <laughs> Listeners, I'm sorry y'all had to get that visual. Anywho's, thank you guys. Thank you, Joe. Peace out, brothers. I guess. Peace out. Thank you. All right, sound test, 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 test. You tested me. Jackie. Testies. Oh, it looks like I'm a creeper behind you. You see that in my picture? Yeah. Morning, brother. It's kind of noisy over here. About time to do some work over there. I have my six o'clock alarm. A six o'clock alarm. Man, I had a six o'clock alarm clock this morning. That made sense, so I can't even talk. It's a little bit noisy. I need some Advil, something. Hope you have a good day, brother. Love you. Hey, man. I'm working on the podcast and secretly stalking um, family that I just found. So, like, in between. Um, it's a really kind of crazy energy day for me, too. So, uh, I got Grandpa out there making a racket. Good luck today. Love you, brother. Talk to you soon. The end.